Welcome to another episode of Passions at Piers. I'm Paul Jenkins. This podcast explores the hobbies and interests of Franklin Pierce University faculty, staff, and students. My guest today is Kaylee Ledger, a senior at Franklin Pierce. Thanks for joining us today, Kaylee. Thanks for having me. So tell us about your passion. My passion is Irish dancing. Is that the best way to refer to it? Do, when people say Irish dancing, some people say Irish step dancing, Celtic dancing. What, what's the best way to refer to it? The type of dancing I do, we call it Irish dancing because Celtic dancing is different from like the type of Irish dancing I do. There's different styles. Right. That makes sense. So when did you start doing Irish dancing? I started when I was about five. So I've been dancing for about 14 years. Wow. How did it initially appeal to you? I'm part Irish, and that's something that my family just wanted to keep a part of our heritage. And that's how I kind of really started because my dad's mom, my grandma is Irish. So we wanted to like incorporate that culture. So you've been doing it an awfully long time then. What have you learned about this particular craft or art in all these years of uh, actually performing? You got to put in a lot of hard work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, especially with competing too. Competing takes a lot, and I mean a, a lot of training. For me, it took me a while to like get up in the ranks. So it was a lot of weekend dance competitions to get where I was when I started college. I'm going to give you a chance to brag a little bit. I understand you've done quite well in some of these competitions. Oh, yes. Yeah. In regionals, I've ranked fifth in the region. And that's one of my like big, big achievements. I have gone to nationals, but there are like worlds. Worlds is a really, really big competition in the Irish dancing world. That's where People from all sorts of countries come over to compete. I haven't gone to that competition specifically, but it's it's really fun. And are you still competing? No, not so much anymore. But I still come back to Irish dance, especially when we're off school break. It's definitely something that I'll always have and always will stick with. Do you think it might be something that you are interested in teaching other people to do later on? I have thought about that throughout my dancing career. I am certified in some aspects of teaching. In order to become an Irish dance teacher, there's specific tests that you need to take. And I've passed almost all of them. But as far as teaching goes, with the studio that I was with, I did assistant teaching, which was really fun. I did that for eight years of my dancing career. How much is it training and how much is it choreography? Uh, And I guess a a related question is, you know, jigs, reels, uh, strathpays, you know, all these different kinds of music that you dance to. Are there set steps for these particular kinds of musical performances that are the background or? Yeah, there's different types of choreography for different dances. Like reel is fast. There's another soft shoe dance called um, a slip jig, which is more delicate. And for our listeners who may not know, we have two different types of dancing shoes for Irish dancing. 
We have soft shoe, which is similar to a ballet shoe, but it's different. And then we have the hard shoe, which is like a tap shoe, but then again, very, very different from each other. Right. I, I didn't actually know that part of it. I've seen some Irish dancing, but I've never actually done it myself. What are some common misconceptions about Irish dancing? I mean, that people might have picked up from watching it on TV or something. I would say I feel like people mix up ballet and tap with Irish dance. They're very similar, but yet again, very different in terms of technique and intricacy with the choreography. But I guess another misconception that I have found in my dancing career is people think that Irish dancing is just for girls, but it's not. It's very inclusive. Anyone, anyone really can Irish dance, which is what I love about the sport too. It's for everybody. Well, and Michael Flatley, one of the most famous dancers, is obviously male, so or, or yeah, identifies yeah. as male. Um, <laughs> so, um, have you competed both as a solo Irish dancer and then with other teammates or whatever the proper terminology is, like a group dance? Yeah, yeah. For uh, major competitions like regionals and nationals, I'll do my solo competition, and then we'll do what we call team dances which were really fun. Those team dances, I think, were one of my favorite aspects of Irish dancing. I like doing solos too, but I loved dancing with my teammates. That was like my favorite part of competing, um, being with a group and just having fun on stage. You know, and it's such a visually pleasing thing too. I mean, the costumes, the wigs, how did do you know anything about how the the particular costumes and the tradition of wearing the curly wigs and all that got started? Or I'm not really sure about the, how it got started, but it's definitely a main aspect of Irish dance, especially competing where you have the big curly wig and then the dress. And I think it's funny when I when I come back from competitions and my family will go out to a restaurant, people don't believe that the wig that I'm wearing is not my hair. And I I always tell them, oh, yeah, like there's this big poof that I have in front of my headband, which is the only part of my real hair that shows. So I, I just I think it's funny having interactions with people who just don't know that what I'm wearing is a wig for my dance competitions. Well, this has been very interesting, Kaylee. Thank you for um, telling us more about this particular type of dancing. And I hope to see you perform someday. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd love to show you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes of Passions at Pierce on your favorite listening services. This podcast was produced in collaboration with the Marlon Fitzwater Center for Communication at Franklin Pierce University.